This is Let's Talk Arts and Entertainment on WMAY. Well, uh, during this time of the pandemic, there have been some shows that have gone on virtually, uh, some pre-recorded shows, and there's even some shows that have been performed live uh, virtually through means, through different uh, streaming platforms. Now, um, one of these companies that has been doing that during this time is the UIS Performing Arts Center, and I'm talking with Carly Shank. How are you doing, Carly? Hi there, Kevin. Good. 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 So... Um, eventually, uh, we're going to be able to get back into doing shows again. I know the, uh, we just went into phase four yesterday. Uh, that news came down, uh, late yesterday afternoon. And then also the vaccine continues to roll out. I know it's, it, it's kind of been slow to start, but I think it'll be picking back up in the coming months and eventually, uh, hopefully we'll be getting back to doing live theater. So, uh, I just want to start out. How have uh, you been, uh, doing during this time? As we talked a little bit off air, we were both involved in into the woods at the Hoagland and that was slated to open, uh, late in March. And of course, well, didn't end up going on, unfortunately. So how have you been holding up uh, this past year? It's been really tough when your um, professional as well as your recreational life is all um, tied up in gathering large groups of people together for the mm. arts. And that's that's my life. So, uh, it, you know, personally, it's been really rough. It's also been rough to watch... Um, the colleagues that I work with across the country at the UIS Performing Arts Center, uh, all of a sudden everything matters about the way um, the way venues are funded, the way um, you know the kind of stability that some of these organizations have or don't have. Um, we're just kind of waiting, um, like to to see who's uh, going to be with us on the other side, really. Yeah, but I think we are we are um, heading towards that time pretty soon, hopefully. Oh and, yeah, absolutely. And and during this uh, time, uh, you guys have a very cool studio theater that has a multi-camera setup and people uh, operating, uh, you know, operating digitally video behind the scenes. Uh, talk a little bit about that and uh, the kind of productions and sort of things you guys have been able to do with it with different uh, organizations. Yeah. So. Um... We believe that streaming is here to stay. Yep. Um, we won't be, you know, in all likelihood, we're not going to be streaming our Broadway productions from the stage of Sangamon Auditorium uh, a year from now mm. um, because there are still artist contracts involved in all of that. But we host a lot of community events. Uh, we host a lot of high school graduations. And our director, Brian Reeves, as, as the pandemic was uh, making itself apparent that it was going to last more than a few months, um, he decided that we needed to invest in the equipment and the staff time to learn how to be able to stream the events that we were hosting. And so our production team, which is our backstage tech staff, um, they have just hit the ground running with this. And throughout the fall, we streamed some UIS music events. We assisted the symphony, uh, the Illinois Symphony Orchestra with a streaming event. And we're gonna continue to do those kind of things into the spring semester and add some other pieces into the mix. And we feel like we're, we've acquired this equipment now and these skills so that we can continue to stream. 
Um, additionally, the studio theater had recently gone through, well, and it still isn't entirely finished, but it had done most of a major um, renovation over the summer of 2019 to make it a little more usable for community groups. So right as, uh, you know, as fall of 19 was happening, we were starting to talk with others in the community about ways that we could best use this space um, for local artists. And, uh, and then the pandemic kind of shut all that down, but we're with streaming, we're able to kind of open that door again and, and see what else can happen in the space and make sure we're laying the groundwork uh, to be able to host other events in there in the future. Right. Well, that's that's great. And um, there, there's many, uh, many different uh, organizations that have had to uh, sort of uh, get, uh, you know, s sort of get started uh, pretty quickly, learn how to do a video. I mean, just I mean, the radio station here, I mean, we're talking on video now. Usually people would, you know, come into the station. They, you know, we'd sit down in the in the studio or even pre-record in one of the studios. But, you know, almost all of our interviews now where if they're not over the phone they're through video and it's and it is really like an interesting thing that you know it's really um picked up and i think and i you know i've talked um i talked a little bit with gus and some other people about theater you know streaming i do think theater streaming like you said is here to stay it's not going to uh, like any sort of video recorded uh show can't replicate uh being in the theater you know in the same room feet away from, you know, these people performing orchestras and dancers and everything. But it, I think, you know, the, the prospect of streaming a show possibly opening night, if it's a local production, you know, if you can't make it, you can watch it here afterwards. I mean, I really think that is, um, you know, in, in a very positive way that is going to stay, uh, stay with us for quite a while. Yeah. And your, your point about having the, uh, interviews over video, um, are we ever going to meet in person again? I mean, it's <laughs> so convenient to yeah. hop on and, and do that. And um, uh, it's it's interesting because um, at, since since we are theatrical people, you and I, you know, our, our setup is good. I love, you know, you're in the studio there. You've got all your stuff in the background. Yeah. I have good lighting. Um, because that's important to me. And sometimes I'm in meetings with people who don't have great lighting and I think, what, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's just the live event kind of theatrical people in us. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 No. And, and I think with interviews, it's, it's similar. I mean, I think a lot of it's, it's good um, to, cause I mean, we'd still did, you know, phone interviews before, obviously, and we did them a lot. And um, I think this is, you know, I think, you know, it's specifically with the radio station. I think people are still going to come in and do interviews because we love, you know, you love having people right, you know, you know, physically right next to you talking to sure. the microphone. But uh, yeah, no, I think it's a similar thing. I mean, these, you know, these really are great. So I think they're going to stay. But I, it is. um, Yeah, it is interesting. It's I think it's going to be it's going to be great. So uh, so with the possibility of some events opening back up or some venues opening back up. There are um, some things that uh, will be coming to the UIS Performing Arts Center. Uh, what uh, tentatively do you guys have uh, coming uh, coming for towards everybody's way with uh, UIS? Yeah, well, uh, coming up this uh, spring semester, which is starting today for the UIS students, um, we do have uh, UIS theater planning for a spring production of Shakespeare's Twelfth Night. 
And I wanted to draw attention to that right away because um, the UIS theater department um, is not restricted to UIS students. And mm. they are having auditions on February 1st and February 2nd. So I encourage you, if you are, if you are a theater person in Springfield chomping at the bit to take a look at uh, Twelfth Night because they are having uh, socially distanced auditions and they are carefully planning their production uh, to be as safe as possible. Uh, the university has really, I mean, I know Sangamon County has kind of been a, a gold standard of uh, safety and, uh, and the university is, certainly is uh, part of that. So the UIS theater department yeah. will be planning all of that. Um, but auditions are open to anyone in the community, so I encourage you to check out the UIS Theater website. Uh, those are coming up, as I said, February 1st and 2nd. And then the production of that um, will be later in April. They are, uh, UIS Theater streamed their fall event. And as of this moment, they have talked with us that they are planning to have it be a, a virtual only performance. Uh, but I think it's a little too early to call that for sure. They might change their mind about it, although I don't know what they're, and, and maybe they would have a live audience by the time they get to April, uh, if maybe. it's safe to do so, uh, and in small numbers. Um, but anyway, they that is their plan for the stream. And for their stream for the fall, they really sort of planned um, how every shot was going to work, just like you would a, a live television show. I it made me think of like the the live musicals that have been on television in recent yep. years. That was kind of how they they plotted out their production. So I'm sure if they're going with the same kind of thing for their spring production, that they won't be able to pivot quite so quickly and invite a live audience. But anyway, I want to get that out there. Um, and that takes place in the studio theater. And our department will also be uh, helping the Illinois Symphony Orchestra. Um, supporting them and presenting one of their live streams on February 13th. I don't have a time on that one yet because we're still working out the details. It's so funny. We used to, you know, work events so far in advance in our calendar, you know, we could tell <laughs> you a year out what we were doing and it's just not the world oh, yeah. right now. So late yeah. last week, we talked to them about streaming on February 13th and it looks like it's going to be a string ensemble that they'll have. Nice. Then our UIS music department has a couple of faculty recitals on the calendar that we will stream. February 20th, um, we will have a vocalist, uh, an, a baritone, an evening of song from Schubert's to Verdi. And that uh, baritone is uh, Logan Campbell, who is also the conductor of the youth orchestras in Springfield. And his education is both in conducting as well as in voice. Nice. Uh, and we haven't done voice yet. Um, we've done a number of instrumentalists uh, in the studio theater. Um, other than we did do a UIS music um, recital that involved lots of students. And we did yeah. have one vocalist uh, as part of that, but mostly instrumentalists that we were streaming. Um, and then we have uh, UIS music faculty recital on March 6th. That is a percussionist. And I love the title nice. of this one. Uh, Wood, Metal, and Skins, The Life of a Percussionist. Oh, that's, 
That's that's what I love. I'm I'm percussionist myself. I always love seeing uh, you know different. You can I mean you can make a you can make a drum out of anything. I mean yes, we had a um, <laughs> we helped the ISO stream their percussion ensemble in December, and yep. it was uh, there were four of them, and they were very socially distanced, but they they did some holiday pieces, but they did some they did a really unique. Um, if it wasn't Philip Glass, it was really next door to Philip Glass in terms of yeah. what was living room sound. It was the living room stuff, yeah. And they had like the cups and oh yeah, that was great. Yeah, yeah. yeah it it was cool. So, um, anyway, those are some things we have coming up. We are working with a group on the UIS campus for the first time. UIS has a TEDx group of students, mm. and they are curating a day of TED talks. And nice. so we will be streaming that on March 20th, details of that still to come. But I think this is a really good space for that to happen. Still talks with that group about whether they will have a live audience or not. March 20th is a ways away. And and um, as long as we have people socially distanced, I mean, we, we would never, we can't fill all the seats in our studio theater, certainly, until right. we get all the way to phase five, which is kind of back to normal phase in Illinois. But we've measured out our seats and and make and when we look at just having uh, every seat six feet apart from every other seat, we've got 31 seats in there. We haven't been able mm -hmm. to actually um, have folks in there yet. But I, you know, with the vaccine rolling out, um, I think we're past um, we're past the worst of this. We just have to hold out a little bit longer, right? Yeah, yeah. If we could, if we could, uh, if we could hold out a year, I'm sure we can wait a couple more months. Um, I hope so. I mean, it's it seems like forever away, but it it will be there before we know it, and we will be so happy when it's there, and we'll all be able to do theater again. But in the meantime. Plenty of stuff to keep you busy, to keep your uh, your music, theater, every sort of uh, you know, you know, inkling you have. You want to say, I really, you know, need to need to watch some live performances, some recorded performances from some local musicians, some local talent. You can watch them uh, with, through UIS. How are people able to uh, watch these? Uh, what which guys' website, and how are you guys able to how are you able to see it? Yeah, we're at uispac.com slash streaming, or just go to uispac.com and you'll see a link for our streaming uh, site. We still have our um, piano recital that was streamed in December. It is still available uh, at the moment on the, on the streaming site, so you can get a taste of what our filming looks like in the studio theater. Um, I also wanted to throw out, because you mentioned um, recorded, um, our Class Acts program, which is our flagship education program, mm -hmm. has just rolled out that they are going to stream a performance of Harriet Tubman and the Underground Railroad, which is a performance we've hosted a number of times on our Class Acts series. And so that is for schools and teachers to be able to utilize that 60 minute performance in their classroom and some of the teaching materials that go along with that. Um, so that an email was sent out to the teacher email addresses that we have uh, just yesterday, and we'll get that info up on the education side of our website. But 
that's another thing that's been available is, you know, the opportunity to stream other uh, national performances. And we haven't really gotten into doing that. I mean, a lot of that is because you can go directly to the uh, company themselves that they're streaming. I love Alvin Ailey mm -hmm. Dance Theater, and they spent the entire fall releasing streams for limited availability and that kind of thing. And I love watching all of that. Um, but we, as the venue, we're just kind of a, an unusual intermediary, except for our, with our education programs, we really thought we could be of help in the classroom um, with a Black History Month uh, performance that uh, schools could watch. And of course, some schools are meeting and they can watch it together on a projector in their classroom. The kids who are remote can watch it via a link um, if the teacher signs up for it. Wonderful. We'll be looking out for that and, uh, you know, a little bit more information about that as well. But remember, go to UISPAC.com and you'll be able to uh, find the links to all these streams. And they'll be coming up um, in the next the next month. There'll be several different performances and you'll be able to catch those as well as make sure the first weekend, I believe, or I guess the first and the second of February, where you are able to audition for Twelfth Night. And that is for anybody, not just the theater department. Carly, thank you for joining me. This was great, and we will be talking again soon about all different things happening at UIS. All right. Thanks, Kevin. Thank you. It is Let's Talk Arts and Entertainment on WMAY.